Welcome to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. In this program, you will activate the changes that need to be made in your life through the processes of cleaning, clearing, and reconnection with your own divinity. It's time to begin the process to heal yourself. Now, here are your hosts, Laota and Ahad Rasul. Good morning, family. Hope everyone's doing great today in Lakesh. Welcome to a very monumental moment, a monumental show for this week. Today is our farewell show to the Voice America platform. Good morning, Miss Lauta. How are you? I am great, and I'm so happy to uh, have been here on Voice America, and this is our last show, and we are grateful having to have been on Seventh Wave, and we... Um, share warm greetings with the Voice America family and thank them as we uh, exit. Today is our last show. I know we're, we're having mixed emotions about this because we're happy to move forward and be free to pursue new uh, adventures. However, at the same time, we've been very happy with the experience we've had so far. We hope that everyone else has as well. Now, before we kind of get into the different things we're going to be uh, speaking about today, I would like for everyone to know that for today's show, we're going to have open lines. We're going to have open lines for anybody who has been listening, who wants to, who's been kind of following us, whether this is your first time listening or you've listened week after week. Either way, we'd like to have open lines for all those to call in and express your opinions and experiences from the journey we've been on of transformation since we've started uh, this on this platform about 14 weeks ago. I That's think. right. Yeah, That's 14 right. weeks. Wow. Time has flew. So that being said, everyone, if you'd like to, feel free to call in. We'll get you right on. And we'd like to hear questions, comments, uh, kind of just your, your overview of your experience and hearing, listening to us. And if you've been able to receive anything of positivity, of uh, transformation, tools, anything like that. So that's the first thing we like to set. We also want to speak about the process of retrieving our souls. And we, are, we think this is a very in, uh, inspirational and very interesting topic. The process of retrieving our souls is something that in in working with us at of the sun is not the first thing you do it's not the you know the platform or the base of what we're doing however it is something that is key towards ascension and moving beyond the level where we're at so we're going to kind of get into that as well however Reminder, everyone, feel free to call in. We'd love to hear from everyone about their experiences and all. This is our last opportunity. So if you have any kind of, you know, anything to say, feel free to call in. Well, soul retrieval is a very important topic. And in recent time, I've been doing soul retrievals for many, many, many years. In recent times, more and more people have been asking and being prompted at a soul level to call and talk to us about it. So um, we have recently, and I, I would encourage you all, if you're in front of a computer, to go to dnareplicate.com and 
go into the services portion of the website that's on the menu of the website and you'll see that there's a step-by-step protocol. So soul retrieval is not something that we will do if someone just calls in and says, you know, I think I need a soul retrieval. Although that may be accurate that they need it, there are some preliminary um, experiences that need to happen on a spiritual level to make the person much more successful at receiving their soul retrieval. So if you can go to the website and and DNA replicate and you can go into the store and then find yourself in the services portion, you'll see that there's a step-by-step protocol. And with each step, there are uh, recommended products. There are also uh, recommended reading the books. We, we are not selling the books on our website, but we recommend that for the purposes of your own growth and expansion, that you acquire these books from the library or from the audio bookstore or from any of your favorite booksellers. We also encourage everyone to uh, look at the website, those who have not visited our website, to look and into each segment of the site and see if your soul prompts you to move forward in this elevation, this particular form of elevation. So if you'll see, the very first thing is called the spiritual consultation. And the spiritual consultations are done with Ahad, who is our co-host and our star, <laughs> our up-and-coming star. And, um, and the, at that service, what takes place is the Akashic Record reading. And I'm going to let Ahad speak a little bit about that idea. And then we're going to take you through to the point where we're talking about soul retrieval. Yes, the energetic consultations that we do are uh, largely based in the experience of having a Akashic Record reading. However, the purpose of these consultations are to familiarize anyone that's coming to work with us with, uh, with the type of work that we do and give them a opportunity to have a taste of the type of experience that they will be having. So our consultations are, as much as they are Akashic Record readings, they're conversations between us and you that allow us to understand you and allow you to understand us from, our, from the idea of our mission and the idea of what we have to offer you. We want to know what you've come for. We want to know what directly uh, has attracted you towards us so that way we can you know we can uh speak to and work towards those goals everyone has different things that that pushes them in a certain direction however we like to you know we like to deal with everyone on their specific uh, level and on their interests so these consultations give us all the opportunity to become familiar with each other and of course gives you the opportunity to become far more familiar with yourself through the use of the Akashic Record reading that we do during the consultation. Consultations are the number one beginner thing that we that we offer. We do that as a first step for anybody who has never worked with us before. For all of those that have worked with us before, uh, you've all, most likely all had the consultations up to this point. And you are always, after that point, a part of this extended family, which gives you all the magically the opportunity to 
always be in communication with us for cons- consulting without having to sign up online and you know set up a consultation. That's the first step. Then we go into the soul clearings and things, right? That's right. And uh, one of the things that happens, and it's really quite um, extraordinary, with the energetic consultation, not only do you receive a one-on-one consult with Ahad, who is an accomplished Akashic Record reader, you also receive for free in the mail a bottle of frequency water, the Peace Frequency Water. And I just want to talk about that for a moment. It's more from the historical point of view than from the idea of what is in the bottle. We are living in a time where we have access to our recent history where people were willing to die for peace. People were willing to march for peace. People were willing in India to starve for peace. People were willing to do many, many, many things so that the... um, so that the time that we're entering now could happen. And we are at a point where the two diametrically opposed forces are organizing themselves and that the lines are being drawn very clearly. At this very time, though, the children who are being born into this time and the, and the times that follow will not be fighters of peace. They will be peace. They won't be fighting for peace so that when they've had peace and they've taken, they've made peace with someone else, then someone will come back in another time and fight them to change the dynamic of the situation. So there's not, not going to be a dichotomy set up where one person, you know, goes to another country and fights for peace and then the fighting is the predominant energy that comes back what's going to happen is is that the children who are being born will be peace there will be no other option we are living in a time that's going to bring forward the peacemakers and we have to always remember to thank those who came before us because those souls were born for the purpose of sacrificing their lives or being willing to sacrifice their lives for peace so this idea of having your first step be a consultation into the historical records that are of the planet, of this universe, and receiving the peace is very significant. And the next step in the protocol is advanced soul clearings. And advanced soul clearings take into consideration your entire multidimensional self. So the fact that you are greater than the experience that you see in this immediate time, that in this lifetime, in the lifetime of your parents, in the lifetime of maybe your grandparents that you can remember, or in the lifetime of those who are coming after you, your grandchildren and your children, that you are larger than that. So we take all of that into account and we recommend three advanced soul clearings so that you can, um, we can look into the records and remove <clears throat> any unfinished business that needs to be completed so that you can continue on on your path because every single soul who is here now is here quite purposely. There is no waste in this universe and uh, this work is very important that we be able to look internally and examine ourselves and recognize that we are larger than the personality that we happen to be wearing at this time. So these advanced soul clearings are very important 
and it requires at least three and it requires some time in between so that we can integrate the cleaning cleaning that takes place. I like to uh, refer to it as, you know, when we go in the kitchen to cook, uh, it's best that we clean up the kitchen before we make the new dish so that we can best enjoy it. So it's the same idea. The same principle exists that before we can begin to learn techniques and heal others and do other things, that it's important that we clean the foundation and that we go in and take care of unfinished business so that we're at zero. And then from zero, we can build into who it is that we are to be in this particular time to bring things forward. So that's how that works. There's three of those. And then um, we move on to DNA. That would be the third step. The third step in the protocol is DNA. And this is where your DNA is activated and you are um, connected back to the intelligence that guides the universe through the galactic center and the earth grid itself. In this reconnection, you can then resuscitate and bring forward the uh, usually uh, the area of your brain and the endocrine system that has uh, started to atrophy. We can awaken those areas and the coding that needs to um, communicate to you the divine immunations coming in from the galactic center can then be accessed more fully. So this is what happens during the DNA reconnection, and it's a one-hour session, one time. And um, when that, once those connections are made, you remain connected for the rest of your life. However, you then become responsible for replicating. And replication means that you have to be working towards staying highly vibrational in a world that's not that way. You're, you're working to keep your frequency very high in a world where the radio and the television and the people around you are not highly um, vibrational. And so this is where your own work comes in and we give you support products and we give you material to read to help you recognize yourself as a larger, greater aspect of the uh, divine universe that we're in. With DNA activation, one thing we didn't mention is that we do these in group sessions, which is extremely important to consider because we have the opportunity to, like what was just shared, we're, what we have to go do, we have to do in a world that's the opposite of or that's practicing the opposite of what we're actually doing. So us having DNA activation in a group session gives us all the opportunity to feed off of the like energy that we all have. So we do it like we'll share, we do it once a week and we we have chosen to do it in a way where we can all benefit and feed off of that energy that we have towards to keep us strong. So when we go out into our everyday lives and we already have gotten our activation now or in our DNA reconnected, that we can keep that connection and that we can experience the spoils of having your you know your DNA reconnected and being an, a closer to the whole of yourself that experience that that it's a it's a glorious experience however that experience is shared with all the people who are in your DNA activation and everyone else who has had DNA activation from before and will have it after you because now you are a part of the DNA family because you all have shared 
the same like energy towards this goal of being back to our original selves. Everyone said. That's absolutely right. And the, the fact that we're doing this uh, group activation for one hour on teleconference on Wednesday nights, and we've been doing this since 2011. Uh, this is uh, the only place that I'm aware of on the planet where that is done. And the experience is quite visceral. And um, many, many, many people have joined our DNA family. And we are all connected through this uh, form of DNA through our group activation. So it's a very satisfying and it's something that will serve us well in the future. However, it's very important for people to know that even though these services are being done, that there there's work that each person must do to choose to be light, to choose to be highly vibrational, because none of this is, it's, it's like someone asked me once, uh, well, what happens if we do nothing? The, you know, things are still going to change. I said, yes, but we can look around us and see what happens when we do nothing. We can look at our big cities. We can look at our children. We can look at our schools. We can see what happens when we do nothing. So the next step in our um, protocol is step four, which is light attunement. And before we get to light attunement, we're going to take a quick break. And on the other side of the break, we'll get to the light attunement and the next steps. However, we also will look to get to any callers that call in. So if you'd like to, go ahead and give us a call in and we'll take, start taking calls on the other side of the break if there are any. All right, we'll be back. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. If you are hearing this, more than likely you were guided to this program by divine design. This is a trigger point for you to evolve into who you are originally meant to be, divine. You know intimately the feeling that something is missing, and you're right. We have been altered and disconnected from our supreme source, the divine. Presently, most humans have two active strands of DNA. Science verifies that there are 10 additional strands that are not connected. They call this junk DNA. This is where it gets interesting. We are barely using 20% of our brains because these 10 strands that they call junk are not connected. There is a purpose to everything that is created, including the so-called junk DNA. It would not be there if there were no purpose for it. DNA activation is a call to restoring ourselves to the original blueprint and original innocence. DNA activation helps connect back the additional 10 strands of DNA. This reconnection is possible through the etheric body, sometimes referred to as the light body, where off-world galactic genetic engineers oversee our reconnection at dnareplicate.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. We'd love to hear from you on today's show. Call into 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Laota of the Sun at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. 
We're back. Now, before we get into light attunements, we're going to take one of our callers. We'll take the first caller from Georgia. Oh, <laughs> Miss Nataki, how are you? Greetings, Emma Cash. How are you all? Excellent. Well, we're happier to hear you. Emma Cash, Nataki. <laughs> Emma Cash, Emma Cash. And I am so saddened to hear that this is the last show. Well, Nataki. <laughs> Once a part of this family, you always have access to everything that we have. But yes, ma'am, we are too. <laughs> every every time something new happens, it's an opportunity for us to grow and expand. It's all perfect. We'll be moving on to the next thing, and we're going to encourage people to come to our website and sign up so that they can get news of what our next steps will be. Well, I just wanted to call in and say that I have truly been in tune to all of the shows and this is my first time actually listening to Voice America. So um, I am grateful that for this diversity, and I'm grateful to uh, have been given even more information on the tools, even though I am a part of this DNA family and uh, have truly benefited from using the tools in my everyday life. And it has made me um, much stronger in dealing and much more confident in dealing with adversity. And, and many of you know, I've had quite a few. <laughs> so, um, but, but it has provided me with the tools, and it's, and it's a little different from just being given a lot of different information and not really knowing how to uh, integrate them and how to really integrate them into your body and have it integrated into your body. Um, and so I am so grateful for all of the shows and the information and the knowledge that has been uh, provided, and I'm sure that there's many out there who've been listening to the show, uh, have been having these same feelings and probably just didn't know how to express them, and uh, so this brought out some different information that many people are not accustomed to and in a very yes. non-threatening way, and so I am I'm grateful for uh, Voice America to have um, allowed this type of information to uh, come on the air. And um, I am, again, just sad but, and, and excited for the next yeah, Exactly. And that's the important thing for us all is that we are ready to take advantage of whatever the next thing is. And, <clears throat> excuse me, for all of those that, are, that stay in close communication with us, of course you have the inside track to whatever the next thing is. However, one thing that's big about what we do is... We do everything that's to the best of our knowledge, but we're always seeking what the next thing is. We're always seeking more knowledge. So as we learn more, we share more. So the and Nataki, I know I'll see you at the Quantum Light Clearing class this weekend here in Florida, yes. and yes. we uh we're so excited about that. It's almost happened. This is all happening right in the perfect timing. We have our Quantum Light Clearing class being held in Florida for part one. Uh, this weekend upcoming and then we have uh, our quantum light clearing class part two being held in March in Atlanta Georgia which we're so excited about and we know you know every time <laughs> every time we go to Atlanta we have a large show out of people most of our a lot of our clients should I say are um, natives of that area and live in that general vicinity or region so we know we're gonna have, it's gonna be a celebration when we when we're there. But we're looking forward to this weekend, the next one as well. And anybody who 
is interested in finding out what what's going on with the quantum like quantum like clearing classes or even the other things that we have we have a new quantum chronicles come that that has been out now for a month right about a month month and a half newsletter, and, our yeah, newsletter our newsletter that comes out and that is just it's on a whole nother level everyone if you think you like these shows you're going to love what you're seeing in these newsletters however to receive those we have to sign up for our mailing list so Anybody who's interested that's not signed up already, make sure you go to www.dnareplicate.com and the first thing that pops up is the opportunity to sign up for our mailing list and you can find out all the different things and stay right up to date with us, like Nataki is, of course. Thank you, Nataki. Thank you, Nataki. And Lakesh, Nataki. I want to also share, this is a, a little known fact, that we have been doing the Quantum Light clearing uh, classes long enough that now we are preparing instructors who will be in going around the country in their own areas. They will be teaching quantum light clearing and they will be able to become distributors of our products. And this is uh, a movement that is uh, actually taking place before your eyes. So this weekend, we're not only doing level one, we have student teachers who will be learning how to teach level one. And in March, We'll be doing level two, but we will also have instructors who will be training in level two. So in the very near future, in this calendar year of 2016, we will have in many states quantum light clearing classes being made available for those of you who are interested in this um, level of expression with the intelligence of our universe. We're going to take one more caller, and then we're going to get into the two-minute, all right? <laughs> Only because she's from Connecticut, and that's my place. <laughs> we're going to take Daphne from Connecticut. Good morning, Daphne. Good morning, and Lakesh, everyone. I just wanted to say I have enjoyed all 14 weeks of this platform and this information being shared on Voice of America. Um, I appreciate all the information that you shared during these last 14 weeks and the information that you shared with me since I've been working with you. Um, of course, I'm sad that this is coming to a close, but I also know that uh, there are always new doors opening, uh, so I'm looking forward to those opportunities as well. So, um, And, of course, it's very um, ironic that uh, it's closing on a note of full retrieval, as my <laughs> yes. contact with you was when I called to you and asked uh, for soul retrieval, and I said, that's what I need, and you're like, oh, no, you need more than that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're a lot more eloquent uh, than that. But I just <laughs> so I have enjoyed my whole process. I've enjoyed... Um, our one-on-one sessions that you have built in every time that I had um, each step completed in the protocol. I appreciate the organization, the well-thought-out uh, process that you've established and put together for uh, all of your students and initiates, and I just want to say thank you. Well, thank you so much. In, uh, Daphne, before you go, uh, since our topic really is about soul retrieval, and we will be moving into it shortly, do you have anything you'd like to share about your own experience? Even We haven't quite gotten to it yet, but this is so timely. Would you like to share anything? Is there anything you think that um, would be helpful to those who are learning about soul retrieval for the first time? Uh, soul retrieval for me, I would... <laughs> 
I felt that I was in a space where I was really not functioning to my potential, um, kind of in a daze, in a fog, um, really couldn't get past prior wounds, couldn't move forward, um, and kind of like stuck in this space. And I really did not know what to do, how to get out. And, you know, I did some research and I found out his uh, YouTube video about it. And that's when I uh, reached out to you um, for it. So for me, soul retrieval was an act of bringing all those lost pieces of me that were, um, um, let's see, I, I think, I remember you told me there was a part of my soul that left when I was about six, six or eight, somewhere in between there, and another part of my soul that left me when I was 19. And you gathered those, um, first of all, you let me know that or you questioned me that I was going to be able to love myself enough. So when those pieces, if they decided, those lost parts of my soul decided to come back, that I was going to be able to love them enough that they would return to me. That had to be uh, secured first. And I agreed yes, and those parts of my soul agreed yes, and decided to come back. So from that point on, I've really been in a new place, uh, not just Physically and mentally and inward, the outside actually matched what was going on in the inside. So that's what I noticed as a part of my soul retrieval. The inner reconnection that was made, restored back to 100%, actually reflected on the outside. So my inner world and outer world were able to be in sync, aligned and matched. That's fantastic. We really appreciate you sharing such an intimate and private story with us. I'd like to ask you one small question before you leave, and that's this idea, because soul retrieval is all about loving yourself. So how are you doing with your love affair with yourself? I actually, <laughs> I think I shared last week that I actually felt my heart chakra open up in the back. And I forgot about that because this happened a couple of times, and then it hit me. Um, that my heart chakra was opening in the back of loving myself. And it's also more easily uh, able to actually love others with an appropriate boundary with loving myself. So it, it, it's not just me who benefits from that. It's everyone else who benefits from that. And I've actually been told uh, that I actually am modeling um, self-love uh, to others in the way that they want to uh, learn more and know more about this process. So, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> and that's, it's going fairly well. <laughs> sounds like it. And and what you just said, that last part is is really the key to help tr helping transition and heal the world because we we are our goal is to be models of mm. all of the things that are light and love and positive in the world, so that. Our light is what attracts others, not our words. What mm. we, you know, we're, we're walking expressions of these things that we never have to tell. We never have to, you know, try to convince or anything like that because we are. It. And we attract, will attract to us the people who are ready. And, you know, this is something like I've said in prior weeks, and it, I really care that everyone understands. We, we being every person who's in line with the work that we do, are not going to stop. We might shift, we might grow into the next thing, however, we're never going to stop 
our goal, our mission. That being the case, we don't have to feel any way about everyone not being ready yet. Mm. We just have to feel a way about us being ready. And, and <laughs> us being doing what we do will attract to us those who are ready. And that's even in our, our life experiences, it should be the same way. If everyone's not ready to love themselves fully yet, everyone's not ready to love and show love outwardly to others yet. So don't feel any kind of way about it. You just love yourself and let, let that help heal the process and chip away at the other person's hardened experience. So thank you again, Daphne. Thank you, Daphne. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're going to take another caller. Uh, we have Roxanne. Roxanne, are you there? I am. Inlakesh. Inlakesh, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. I was, had mixed feelings when I heard this was your last broadcast. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to call. Just, you know, always just to say thank you for the wonderful work that um, that you do on so many levels. And soul retrieval being very, very um, important. Yes, I was drawn initially because I was like, okay, I think I need anger fear removal and I know I want DNA, um, but just to hear soul retrieval is so fascinating. And what I've come to understand that that's not fascinating to everyone. So when you have a yearning, a calling, you know, a deep interest, then it's probably a really good idea, you know, for you to follow through. So, you know, anyone that's listening, I would say, you know, please go to, you know, uh, of the sun and, and look at the different things that are available um, and the different products. And, and you're very right when we talked about even with the frequency waters. If something calls to you, there's probably a really good reason for that. Um, so I'm just really, really um, excited that um, I was connected to you all and that I learned how to make sense of some things that just didn't add up. And soul retrieval was part of that, to understand that I was carrying so much uh, baggage from the past and repeatedly from the past, so not just from one lifetime, but over and over again, um, but to get so far back to get to a root of where some of the negativity and some of the... um, judgment that I carried, some of the the shame, some of all of those things that it can't necessarily make sense this lifetime unless you're like, did it happen when I was in the crib? So (laughs) it just lets you know that it goes far beyond um, just this physical that you see right here and now because, um, you know, some things do touch our soul. And and so, I mean, I I don't know how else to explain it but just to really be appreciative and thankful that you're following your soul's calling, you know, and doing the work that's helping to transform other lives. So whatever platform, you know, you're doing it on and whatever venue you're offered, just just keep doing it. It it, it makes a powerful difference and a huge impact on others. Yes, ma'am. And and I want to touch on something you said last, uh, a couple things, actually. Number one is that when you say, you know, you don't know how else to to express it, that's that's perfectly fine because that's your experience and that experience is kind of sacred to you. So the your the things that you have gained, just like the things Daphne has gained and the things Nataki has gained and the things every other person who has and will gain will be about them. So as we speak about and as we always say, hey, if if 
you find yourself reading on the website about soul retrieval or about uh, a spirit, uh, energetic consultation or DNA activation, whatever it is, there's a reason. And you've been, you're being called. And, and as we all have experienced, you know, oddly enough, as excited as we are about something, <laughs> the whole world is not as excited off the, <laughs> off the back about it. <laughs> so, right. but, you know, <laughs> and, but that lets you know, like, hey, you know, there's something unique about me and the timing that I'm living in right now. And that's a beautiful thing in of itself. And the other thing I want to touch on that you said is that a lot of things we're experiencing, the, how there's clear evidence that everything is not about this life that we're in right this moment. Now, moving forward, everything we can do can be um, can be that largely affected by what we do in this life. However, we've having experiences that affect us in ways, and you're like, okay, now I know even if I have made some mistakes in this life, they haven't been to the point that you know I'm getting haunted by this, and I'm being you know I'm having negative yeah. bad and all these other things. So you're like. And I know, was I doing this when I was a baby? I know, like, that's so funny because that's so real. And that's the exact thing that we all look or are faced with. It's like we're being, we're being uh, kind of daunted with things that are from lifetime before lifetime before lifetime of, of things that have been built up. And those things need to be let go. And unfortunately, this is the, well, fortunately and unfortunately, this is the lifetime where... You gotta make, you know, we get the opportunity to make that decision to say, okay. do I do I start fresh and move forward, or do I, you know, hold it for another lifetime and keep yeah, rocking? And, and the soul clearings are really important for that because you you, exactly. you get to clear away stuff. You get to press the reset. You get to have some things, you know, expunged. You know, you get to have some things scrubbed away, and you don't so have to continue in the cycle. You don't have to stay in the rut and not being able to make sense of it or now you know so now it's like okay what are you going to do and so it's like if you find out you have an illness or an ailment and there's a cure or there's some type of uh, bomb to help with that do you make that investment and this is the same on a spiritual level it's like okay do you go to the doctor and do you get prescribed something or do you take physical therapy to stretch that muscle you know how do you release it so it becomes an investment into yourself that, okay, now go to the next level. If you want to be free, go to the next level because really you help us with the work, but in the end, you must do the work yourself and, and give that sacred yes and that sacred permission for the work to continue. And that also means monetary circulation as well because you don't just show up at your doctor's office and be like, okay, well, you know, give me some treatment and um, I don't have a copay, my job's not paying anything. It's like you have to put forth something because I, I can't do it for you, but I can assist you. But where's your level of commitment? And sometimes that has to show up in the form, you know, of finances. And I feel like when you go to a shaman, people feel like, oh, you so love peace and happiness, you know, just heal me for free. And it's like, <laughs> no, like the shaman has some stuff to do, too. So that's part of the circulation of you putting forth effort. But it's also you kind of signing that contract of your willingness and, and the, the sincerity of the work that you want to get done. And you valuing the work that's going to get done, you know. Exactly. Me going to get aspirin versus getting, I don't know, penicillin or something, they don't cost the same. You got to pay yep. a little bit more. You know, so <laughs> it, it's just of, the same idea. Yeah, speaking of contracts, 
I'm going to be sending you one in the mail to be my co-host <laughs> on the next show, all right? Because <laughs> you're awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm on to another meeting, but like I said, I heard that this was the last show, so I, I just had to tap in, let you know that I really appreciate all the work you all done. I, I'm still making my way to um, to the class so I can do the clearings. Um, so we're going to meet in person. So that's, yes. that's all I can uh, tell you. Fantastic. Thank you. We'll talk All right, to you soon. All right. All right. We're going to go ahead and go to our next commercial break, and we'll take any other callers. If you want to be in the queue, go ahead and call in now so that way we can be prepared for you when we come out of our break. And if not, we'll continue our conversation. All right, everybody. We'll be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. If you are hearing this, more than likely you were guided to this program by divine design. This is a trigger point for you to evolve into who you are originally meant to be, divine. You know intimately the feeling that something is missing. And you're right. We have been altered and disconnected from our supreme source, the divine. Presently, most humans have two active strands of DNA. Science verifies that there are 10 additional strands that are not connected. They call this junk DNA. This is where it gets interesting. We are barely using 20% of our brains because these 10 strands that they call junk are not connected. There is a purpose to everything that is created, including the so-called junk DNA. It would not be there if there were no purpose for it. DNA activation is a call to restoring ourselves to the original blueprint and original innocence. DNA activation helps connect back the additional 10 strands of DNA. This reconnection is possible through the etheric body, sometimes referred to as the light body, where off-world galactic genetic engineers oversee our reconnection at dnareplicate.com. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. You are listening to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. We'd love to hear from you on today's show. Call into 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Laota of the Sun at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Well, we are back and we are still talking, are on our way to soul retrieval, and we're at step four, and soul retrieval is step five. If you want to follow along, you can look at the DNA uh, Replicate website, and we're at step four, which is light attunement. And light attunement is biophotonic attunements that help bring us into at one mint. And this is all about raising our voltage and raising our amperage and raising our frequency and raising our vibration so that our uh, so that we can better be calibrated in a way that enhances our experience and we can better uh, hold more light. Many of us are having moments of joy, but we're having many more moments that are not joyful. 
we're having moments of happiness and many moments of pleasure. But pleasure is a far place from joy, even though it's very nice. So part of what, this is one way to describe the idea of the attunements or the at-one-ment or holding and bringing more light in. There are many things that attach themselves to us, including implants and discordant energies and a variety of unsavory things because those moments of joy are so far and few between the other moments that we're having in our daily experience that we find ourselves in thought patterns that often don't allow us to enter the higher levels where more light can be accessed and can be held on to. So uh, the attunement is a way to bring you more of the frequencies, to open more of your bandwidth, to bring in the light in such a way where you can hold the light, where your experiences of pleasure are more prolonged, your experience of happiness are more frequent, and that you do access moments of joy just by looking at um, nature or looking at a child. You're accessing these greater, higher fields, and these fields attract more of like energy and allow you to hold and maintain more of this high vibration. So we all have some level of experience with it. But if you think back and you just think back into your recent history and think, when was the last time you were above pleasure? When was the last time you were above happiness? When was the last time the feeling of that you feel when you laugh really hard was how you felt all day? That's what attunements are about. Wow. I'd like to ask a question. Um, I feel like there's a common experience that we all have that where we are, our moods, so to say, our light, our laughter, and our joy is affected by our um, experiences, our headaches that come along with whatever we have to do in this in our you know daily lives so what is some of the key things that cause us to be strong have strong enough light to shine bright enough to overpower the dragging effects of everyday life you understand that? i do I, it's you know it's a combination of things and um, that's why we have the protocol. That's why we have all the steps. Each step, we're moving away the blockages that cause us to be irritable, the blockages that cause us to be depressed, the blockages that allow us to think it's okay to be sick. Every time we move towards the protocol, we can avoid or overlook the commercials on television that are teaching us how illness is part of our experience and that being unhappy or being uh, any way other than the way we would like to be. So each of these steps allows us to do it. One of the key things is to, especially after you've had DNA, to go outside, to be under the sunlight on the earth. We are earthlings. Our power is in the earth. If we could sit on the earth and eat our sandwich, or if we could uh, sit on the earth and watch the children play in the playground, or if we could go and sit at the park and feed the birds, or if we could walk, I love to walk barefoot in the morning dew, you know, and drink my bio coffee. If we could do these things, if we could be part of 
the planetary experience instead of become so isolated inside the structures where the thinking has been changed by whatever the process is. If we're working, if we're selling things, all of these things that lend themselves towards corruption. So if we could move ourselves out into nature, be under the sun, on the earth itself, there's a level of joy and a level of energy that will come up from the earth itself that will strengthen and enhance you, especially after you've had your clearing done and especially after your DNA is reconnected. Did I, did I answer your question? Yeah, and actually, actually, it's funny because while you were speaking, I, I had the thought right before you talked about the bottle of coffee, I was thinking, you know, I can never, I can't remember one time being in a bad mood while drinking a cup of bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was thinking that right before you said about drinking your bio coffee on a daily basis. However, yeah, I, I understand clearly what you're saying. You're saying that it's a combination of things. It's about everything that you do as far as with us, however, in your own self, in your own mind, in your own life to cause there to be only light there rather than trying to keep your light shining when something bad happens. You set the tone by you doing things that cause their cause your light to shine bright every day. So you like you say, you know, you start off with doing these things. You go, you know, you try to be with nature. You try to feed off of those things from the beginning. I know you've said countless times that you recommend we always have a spiritual practice to start our days with for those same reasons that we set the tone. We set the tone that way. We're not being. We don't leave out our day at zero and then. Every bad thing that happens pushes us under, you know. We, we leave out our day at 10. Now, you know, we can kind of, we can build off of that. So I understand clearly what you're saying. I think that's extremely useful. It's also important to be the congruent light for others. And one of the ways you do that is by cleaning and elevating yourself. When, you know, just like we were listening recently to Roxanne, and she was expressing so much appreciation and so much love and so much concern. She lit up the airwaves. I could feel the strength and the expression going into many hearts and minds that were listening. It was very clear that she has accessed her light and she keeps her light burning. And more importantly, that light then engages and enhances others who heard her words. And it was so inspiring because she has gone through the process of learning how to be the light for others. And one of the ways that we can be that, and she was expressing it very beautifully, is in being in gratitude. If you're grateful that you've got grass to go walk on in the dew, if you're grateful that there is a sun in the sky, you're grateful you have warm water for your shower, if you're grateful that uh, you have people to love and you have children to raise and find yourself in a situation where you can serve all of these things really increase your ability to hold light. And then each of these practices that we're engaged in also do it. And we are also the beneficiary of that. We are as grateful to each person who comes to us and that we gain from that experience just as we all were listening to the callers who called in today, to Daphne and to Nataki and to uh, Roxanne who articulated their pleasure, their joy, and their risen experience and in their gratitude we were all made to think and be in the light of gratitude and in appreciation which is all about love 
And this is, when you speak like this, this means that these individuals have learned to love themselves and can speak in a definite form concerning love and truth. So that, that, that's what we experience from the callers today, and we benefit from that as well. All of us are growing together, and we don't want to lose or leave anyone behind. We want everyone who wants to, who wants this, who wants the light, who wants to be appreciative, who wants to be grateful, who wants to be clean, to move towards this experience if you are aligned to this. This is not the only way, but it is one way that's here. Yes, ma'am. Well, we need to go ahead and give a, a good base into the soul retrieval because we're only minutes away. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the soul retrieval is uh, a very important aspect, and many people speak of it in their language. You know, they say, I, you know, I don't feel like I'm all here. I don't feel like I'm really myself. I feel like there's something missing. They say, you know, I don't know who I am. All of these things are things that are integrated into our daily language that we hear all the time from people we've been hearing our entire lives and our parents heard before them because many of us have had soul loss through trauma. Some of us have, there are many ways in which aspects of the soul can be lost. And it is traditional shaman work to be able to go into um, the lower world and retrieve the soul pieces that need to be retrieved to make a person whole through their own self-love. So these are things, and as has been mentioned earlier, you know, there's two sides to every coin. We can do the part that we do, and then the person has to do the part that they do so that they can best um, be satisfied with the ideas that they're looking for. So with soul retrieval, there are many, many ways that a soul can be lost. And sometimes I'm in a soul retrieval and I see that there were pieces lost in the previous lifetimes where someone may have stolen a piece, a practitioner of some sort, or someone may have kidnapped a piece, maybe a relative who was lusting after the energy of a child. This is one that's very interesting. We've all seen Older people watching small children say, oh, if I could just have that energy, oh, I just would just love to have the energy of, you know, little children like that. And, of course, you know, the soul of the child rejects those ideas because the energy is theirs and it's rightfully theirs. But when an older person, a grandparent or a parent pursues or a relative pursues that idea, eventually the child will acquiesce and give that person an aspect of their energy or a fragment of their soul. So then I meet the person who's 35 years old and they've been lackluster and they had no energy their whole life and I find that their grandmother's got their piece in their pocket. And so, you know, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. It's not the only way these things happen. Sometimes, well, there are many ways and we don't have time to go into all the different ways, but the point is, is that we can bring back those pieces. We can bring them back into your experience you can have a very visceral experience in recovering them, and then you can spend the time that comes after integrating and loving and being part of that whole experience. So soul retrieval is significant. So many of us have been traumatized in this lifetime and in others, and it's very important before we translate into a new experience, before we leave this earth plane, that we have all of our pieces, whether we're a hundred years old, eighty years old, or fifteen years old, we need all of our pieces so that we can be the best lovers, the best wives, the best husbands, the best children, the best brothers, the best sisters 
to all of the ones who are in our life experience. We can only do that if we are fully here. So that's the idea of soul retrieval. Yes, ma'am. Well, to end. Thank you for tuning into Transformation. Please join Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a positive, life-changing week.